0: Bismillah al rahman al rahim Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of The Conviction Project where we leave you with no doubts concerning Islam. Once again, I'm here with my friend Farhan. Farhan, assalamu alaikum.
1: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah.
0: For Han, these last two episodes, we've been talking about, do I need religion to be a good person? Do I need religion to be a spiritual person? And really what we're trying to get at is the importance of religion. So this raises a doubt in one of our listeners' uh, minds, and I would like to read out this doubt. Do I really need religion to be successful? Look at all the successful people of the world today. They're either atheists, agnostic, or just not religious whatsoever. Example given, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, etc. I listened to your podcast that relates to this question, but it doesn't answer this question. Do I really need religion to be successful?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think um, in our in our discussions, we didn't clarify this this part of the question we are not uh, we were actually not saying this um, you know we're not ta- we were not talking about success so first of all we have to define success before I get to the exact answer to this question from an Islamic perspective success you know uh, the, the, the Quran keeps on calling the believers who have prospered or who have become successful al-muflihun. Right and in in in, in Surah Mu I believe the Quran actually starts with this: "Qad Afflahal Mu Uh Surely success does come to the believers, right? But what kind of success is that, right? Um, that is success that is in the eyes of Allah. It is not it is not the kind of success that we define in worldly terms, right? If you look at the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Throughout his life, I mean, he went through a lot of challenges. We we went through this experiment uh, or sort of rather research uh, on the life of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam, and we came to the realization that, that there were a number of years in his life when every year a close relative of his died, right? And that's not a small thing if you think about it. We in our lifetimes, if we have a closed Uh, one or loved one die that has an impact maybe for couple of years three years four years still with us and maybe even longer so look at the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who lost a family member probably every year one or two family members for a number of years in his in his lifetime and then he lived a really poor life I mean for many many years you know there there are there are narrations of Hazrat Aisha الله عنها, where she says that he wouldn't have good food to eat for two or three days consecutively. It would it never happen. We would be. She says that we would be starving or we would have maybe just dates to eat right on certain days. On certain days he would he would come back after Fajr Namaz and ask his wife is there anything to eat and she would say no and he would say okay then I'll keep a voluntary fast today right so I mean that's a successful person from the Islamic perspective Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is a successful person success came to him but what kind of success
0: well I would argue that you know even from a non- Islamic perspective the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is very successful in his influence um, but I but I wonder, um, these narrations and these stories, are they more pertinent to the earlier part of his life as a prophet or the more latter part of his Yeah, prophecy? I mean, so
1: in latter years, very much near the end of his life, in the last three, four, five years, um, you can see a lot of wealth did come to the believers, to the Muslims. But even when it did come to him, even when he became the de facto leader of a small Islamic empire that covered most of of present-day Saudi Arabia, for instance. so So he became the head of that empire. But even after that, he didn't go for that wealth. He didn't start living a lavish life. If you look at the lives, even of the Khulafa who came after, Hazrat Abu Bakr, Hazrat Umar, you know, the heads of empires, right? And they led very simple lives. So is worldly success really what we are after? I don't think so.
0: So I've wondered about this doubt as well um, earlier. And when I think of Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, I'm not thinking of material wealth. I'm not thinking of people who are rich. Because w- when we talk about people who are rich, then I think of, you know, I think of the Kardashians or, I, you know, I think, of some, I think of Kanye West, you know, who, someone who's very lavish or DJ Khaled or whoever um, may be who are very lavish. But when I think of these three men particularly, I think of influence. And does can you have influence over the world Um, And let's just say that is our criteria for success without being religious.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I I wanted to clarify this, that that when it comes to wealth, you know, these three individuals are also quite wealthy and probably millionaires or billionaires. And that's the point I wanted to make is that Islam is not... Uh, talking about that success. Islam actually emphasizes simple life. And uh, the Quran is very clear that this world is is a pastime. It's like a sport. It's like, you know, the Quran talks about it and says that the real life is a life of the hereafter. So that's what I wanted to emphasize from that perspective. Um, But given, you know, this one last thing I wanted to say about this is that given all of this, Allah does grant even wealth. To those people who are close to him, if you read Surah nuh nu, Prophet Noah came to his people and he actually said to them, "He said, if you follow me, you will become wealthy as well." But that is a secondary item. the The primary goal should be clo- cl- closeness to God, becoming very close to God, and you will get wealth along with that. But now, coming to your question about about influence, and 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 and. Yeah, I mean, in the worldly sense, you don't have to be religious in order to get that kind of influence. I mean, that's a that's a question that answers itself because these individuals are influential, they are wealthy, they're all these things. They have these these worldly uh, power, right? They are also powerful men, right? They have power as well. So all these things do not require religion um, uh, in order to, to to get these things. Religion is more focused. On communion with God it's more focused on a relationship with God whether or not you are powerful whether or not you are influential whether or not you are wealthy those things are are, they don't matter you can be wealthy or you cannot be wealthy you can be influential or you cannot be influential but your relationship with God is a totally different thing
0: and I agree with that and I also think you know in in what way um, as society being largely Non-religious or non-affiliative religious, um, what in what way that's influencing what we pay attention to? For example, um, how many people do, do really know um, who the latest Nobel Prize winner is? And that would be successful as well. But do we really know who's the latest Nobel Prize winner?
1: Yeah, I mean, these people, and there are scientists, there are people who are great uh, teachers, professors, you know, and, and, and they're successful in their field, in their respect, but we may not know them, they're not popular, they're not famous, and so... You know, religion, you know, coming back to Surah Mu'minun, which starts with the words, success does come to the believers. And then the Quran gives seven or eight categories after that in those verses that the believers are, to, um, are, are very focused on their prayers. They keep away from all things that are vain. They, 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 they fulfill their covenants. They, they are chaste, so on and so forth. So these seven items make a person successful. From a from a from a religious point of view, and so and and another point to keep in mind is that th- there's another verse of the Quran which says, "Inna akramakum, inna atqakum." Which is that the most honorable among you? The Quran says, God says, the most honorable among you are those who are the most righteous, right? So God is looking at piety. He's looking at your inner self rather than your outer self. That's that, that a hadith about that as well. That God is more concerned about what your heart looks like as opposed to what your outer features look like. And so, success from a religious point of view is a very different. Uh, thing you you can you can be totally worldly and totally uh, anti-religion and still be very successful
0: and i also you know this is also making me um think about um what about the people who are religious and successful successful in terms of monetary uh so like they have a lot of money success due to influence you know i think of um just on top of my head i'm I'm thinking of um Yeah, Abdul Star Edy, um, you know who is someone.
1: Iddi uh, is not religious. He he was actually uh, from a, from a, from a Muslim's point of view, like in Pakistan, um, he was a humanitarian, but he was not a firmly religious person. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he he took care of his prayers and his fasting and other things uh, regularly. Speaking, he was a good Muslim, um, but he was not particularly religious. He was very open-minded when his, when it comes to his uh, his uh, his approach to religion but yeah I mean there are people I mean going back to the Prophet Muhammad he was eventually you know people who have non-Muslims have written about him and they have said he's the most influential person in the history of mankind and he was powerful he was the head of an empire he triggered uh, the start of an empire that rivaled the greatest uh, of empires like even the Roman Empire it rivaled that at and, and some point and Prophet Muhammad is the one who started it um, and so in that respect yeah I mean, there are other religious people who are very successful and very popular, right?
0: And, you know, um, I'm reminded of this one story that um, an individual goes through two deaths. One is the physical death that they have uh, when they pass away. And then the second death is when the someone says your name for the last time. And mm-hmm. to me, when I think about success, I really think about this, that, you know, after... I pass away or anyone passes away, how often are we going to remember them? How often are we going to say their name? And I'm thinking of the Holy Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I'm thinking of like the Sharif. And I'm thinking of all the Muslims that still to this day, 1500 years later, are still mentioning his name. He's still being mentioned. And all the people that came before him or after him, whose name is probably just never mentioned again.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, but by the same argument, we also take the names of Abu Jahal and uh, some, uh, although not directly his name, but uh, Abu Lahab and these other who are enemies of Prophet Muhammad. So that argument personally doesn't strike well with me because there are enemies of prophets whom we always remember. We, we remember Pharaoh from the time of Moses. So, so, so uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, we remember the prophets in a very positive sense and the enemies of a prophet in a very negative sense. So, by that your argument works um, but this is a really interesting topic and we're actually running out of time but you know, it actually gets us a lot of follow-up questions. And so, I mean, a natural question for us to talk about next time is then, what is the point of religion? If you're not going to become successful in this life, then then what is? why should I even follow religion if I can just get all those things without religion, right? I haven't even seen the hereafter. So let's talk about this life. Um, and that is a natural question that follows up from this. And, and inshallah, we'll cover it next, next, uh, next time on, on our podcast.
0: We definitely will, and um, I would also like to take this moment to um, wish all of our listeners a Ramzan Mubarak. Um happy Ramzan to all of our listeners. Um, and if they if they don't have um, doubts about um, this particular topic, then I would encourage that if you have doubts about Ramadan, if you have doubts about fasting, that please do send those, and we will take a moment to also reflect and talk about those um and once again i would also like to remind that if you are if you like what you are listening to do take a moment to subscribe and do take a moment to comment or like um wherever you listen to this podcast and uh farhan do you have any closing remarks yeah so you
1: forgot the email right
0: definitely and um if you have doubts please do send them to the conviction project Once again, this is a conviction project where we leave you with no doubts concerning Islam. It is the truth from thy Lord. Be not, therefore, of those who doubt.